Oh, what's good? It's your girl, Wilhelmina Jones, a.k.a. The Empress Run. I'm checking in live right now for another episode of Straight Raw. And we live in the bitty tonight, and you know we got a bunch of hot topics and all kind of things we're going to discuss. So I want to jump right into it. But first, I want to say what's good, Shay? How you feeling? Go ahead and check in with the people. I'm feeling good. It's your girl, Shay Bay in the building. Yeah. And what about you, Envy? How you doing? <laughs> if I tell you, you wouldn't believe me. <laughs> but you coming in to keep it straight raw tonight. Correct. Because the way you came in with that. Keep it 1,000. <laughs> I know. It's time to keep it straight raw. All right. Yeah. Well, it's been a lot of discussion going on on social media. And the first thing I've been hearing so much about is this Jay-Z rock nation deal with the nfl so can somebody tell me what they heard about it and clarify the different rumors because i'm hearing that he bought jay-z bought a team but i know one thing a lot of people are pissed off because of the comment he made that was on the video so chime in shay what did you hear about this or did you see the video with jay-z jay-z talking about this nfl deal um, yeah, so definitely that was trending this week. Um, so, you know, the whole Colin Kaepernick situation, um, I didn't even realize that the same day that that video went viral of Jay-Z um, basically discussing the deal um, made three years since Colin Kaepernick kneeled the first time he kneeled. Wow, the same day? Yeah. I don't know if that was a coincidence or not. But um, somebody made that known on social media, like, oh, today makes three years since Colin Kaepernick kneeled. And I'm like, wow. That's crazy. Oh, my yeah. God. Is that facts, though? I believe that's facts. Yeah, because that's not the only news. I've seen a couple news outlets say that, yeah, it was a third year anniversary mark since then. Wow. So, so how do you feel about it? Because there's been a lot of controversy. I mean, everybody has been talking about it. Um, what did he say, basically? on the video he said it's time for us to stop kneeling what did he say i don't know so the gist of it i don't want to misquote jay-z right. but the gist that i got was him saying that basically how are we going to move forward like he was basically making it seem like hey um you know not to take away from the kneeling but what are we doing after the kneeling is basically i guess his idea was that what's we the need solution to do, yeah what's the solution what's the move next after the kneeling because then he said the kneeling was necessary but he's basically saying like okay what's next y'all like we just gonna continue to kneel that makes sense but i think people like downplayed it like right <laughs> why did he why did he say you know don't kneel or whatever like and they took that part of it and just kind of like blew it up so it's like is he actually did he actually buy a team or what was the whole deal that he sent because also i see something about um with jermaine dupree he was offered the same deal and jay-z allegedly said that he shouldn't take the deal but turned around and what is he gonna be actually doing for the nfl Okay, so I know that they said that Jay-Z, of course, his company is Rock Nation. So he's an entertainment company. So he literally does everything. He manages. He he does a lot. So basically, it's going to be like a merger with the NFL where he's going to come in and do consultations. Like, basically, like... Basically, he's going to be the face. Like, that. I think that's the, that's the issue that people are having. It's basically like, you know, we have our token black people in our community that... They People done made it. And, and right. And we kind of look to them not as gods, but it's like they made it. They're successful. They're rich. They're wealthy. And they have a lot of influence. So when they say things, people listen to them. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z and Beyonce, Oprah, these yeah. are some of those type of people. So people's issue, I believe, with Jay-Z at this point is that, bruh, regardless of if you want to say that you're a black spokesperson, you kind of are. And it's like for you to take a deal with the NFL after last year, you saying in songs, oh, um, what you call it? Y'all need me. I don't need you. You telling people, you calling Travis Scott, don't perform at the Super Bowl. You, 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 Rihanna didn't perform at the Super Bowl. Everybody taking a stance with you while you've been doing negotiations for this deal for over a year, for a year, a year. 
Wow. I get it. And I how is that? I think people just feel like, bruh, What's all money right is now? not good money. Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, this man still don't have a job with this, with the NFL. He still don't. They're still blackballing him because right. of his They're decision. Like, Where's the justice? And he wasn't included in the deal. I actually want to interject too. Okay, well, what you have to say? Um, I think what they're really comparing him, first of all, what's going on? Pop hey, Boy hey, King. <laughs> Pop Boy King. Da 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 da. Check me out and you see what's going on. A lot of stuff. Um, I know I think the reason why they were attacking him is because, you know, besides him saying, you know, that the NFL needed him, he was also like a bit advocate of like trying to make sure that people were like staying away from the NFL or coming specifically into his management. Now they're comparing him to like basically Steve Harvey and Trump, like. He's just another glorified, like, hey, you're the cleanest face guy I know right now that could help me carry over whatever the smears and smudges are. And that's where people are attacking him because it's like you, 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 you screaming Kanye West crazy, but you're doing the same thing. Mm. It's just not the president. It's just the NFL. And what's the difference between Trump, pastors meeting with Trump, and Jay-Z meeting with the NFL. They both government, sovereign government type of entities. I guess because everybody feels with the whole Kaepernick situation, like they felt like he downplayed it. But in hindsight, it's kind of like he's like, okay, we kneel, like we showed them that. Now it's time for a solution. And I think him, um, I'm hoping, you know, because I got I got hope in hope. I'm, I'm not yeah, seeing it in the way that, Oh, he's selling out or whatever. I'm hoping that he get in there and put more opportunities and stuff like that for, you know, people to get their fair share and to get in with the NFL and make some more money. Honestly, and we I should just, give him a chance. Though. I just feel like the NFL, they being smart about it. They <laughs> they face dirty like with said. the black community. They, they just want a black face for it. And at the end of mm-hmm. the day, if anything happened, they're going to blame Jay-Z. Because guess what? Honestly, I'm going to be real with you. How much percent of the players are black? Correct. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, they don't even have the decency or respect when there's issues affecting us, the people who are making the money for you. You don't care? Like, I'm sorry. I I just feel like, yes, I'm going to watch to see what Jay-Z does. But it's just really annoying that I just feel like we are the culture. We are the blueprint. We say what's cool, dancing, sports, everything is us. And then when stuff like this happens, it's like... I really feel like they taking the short way out to just just have Jay Z as the face of it and say, you know what, let's partner up with Jay Z, let's do this. But do they really understand? Do they really get well, it, or are they just gonna use Jay Z as a puppet? Of course, he's gonna capitalize I think he's off of it. Than that. I don't mm. think they could use him as a puppet. I think he's way too smart. I think he's smarter than that. Um, that and you got to think of it like this. Um, it's not the the puppet aspect. It's like if you look, the nature of NFL is just an advertisement. So. If you look at the history of it, you know, it was never an opportunity for any black ownership because they were like basically, you know, sharecropping, like picking, picking little puppies out of the, you know, like out of kettle Mm -hmm. that's going to get and make their little breed. Modern day gladiator. So there was never no point where any other race outside of like ownership race, which is primarily white people. To, to be able to get that information, knowledge, see through, to even know, like, okay, don't let, and you know what, if I'm a kick it at school, let me just do it on the business side of ownership. Go ahead and chime in. What? Cap, they mad because Cap <laughs> wasn't in the room, apparently. Is that why That's, everybody's outraged? Or yeah, they I feel, feel like, like they it's part, they feel Jay-Z is an opportunist. The other part of it is, and the reason they feel Jay-Z is an opportunist, because Cap, for whatever reason, and we say when we say Cap, we mean Kaepernick, mm-hmm. was not included, and he wasn't supposedly at the table. And the only reason we know this is because of how they're posturing on social media. And I'm saying posturing on social media because people do this all the time. Rap beefs, they posture each other. Oh, I got beef. Now they not two weeks later or once it's over, album sales done. They don't have no beef no more. They all good. Um, so part of it is Jay Z. 
is an opportunist. They feel like he's an opportunist. He's a capitalist. And he's in a position to do that, right? Um, and part of it is hate and envy because they, they wasn't the people who can do it. And then this, the other end of it is um, th- just that we're not – most people in our neighborhoods are not privy to these type of deals. Even if he did he did sit there and talk for a year, him telling Travis not to do it was only building up his leverage. So they feel like it was it was just him using his leverage for his own self, like selfish good, like mm-hmm. selfish ways. So that's part. So that's, that's why he's basically getting yeah, attacked. Yeah, exactly. Now the whole thing about the backlash, the backlash from it. Yeah, exactly. Now it's twofold to the whole situation. Right. One of it is he gets the Live Nation. Live Nation is like one of the largest touring companies, right? So a lot of times they have to use them. Um, so that's a strategic partnership with Rock Rock Rocker uh, fella in Live Nation, and they created Rock Nation. So it's strategic. Then. On the back end, he has this thing which nobody is talking about for some reason. They want to focus on him trying to own the team. He now has the ability to talk. They, The NFL outsourced their diversity program. That's essentially what they did. Like, hey, black issues, we're going to give it to Jay. Y'all hold Jay accountable for it. Because that's what he's going to criticize everybody. Like, oh, you're supposed to be reforming all this. So that's what I'm thinking. Like, hold on now. Like. I want to see and give him a chance because yeah, exactly. I'm like, he ain't let us down yet. You know, Hove been coming through as far as reform and, you know, helping. And, I agree. And here's the so most important. I'm like, yo, please don't tell me he sold out. That would, like, be devastating. The most yeah. important is now that he has the ability, when it comes to those charities, I talked talk about this on my show, um, that people don't um, understand, like, a lot of these football players can't like be Mac and all. They can't just donate money to a nonprofit because they want to. They're adv- they have advisors. Mm-hmm. You know, he can probably sit up here and talk about it. Franz could talk about it. Where he's literally, you know, they're advised to go to like United Way, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and these big more like nonprofits rather than supporting myself or somebody else who has a nonprofit and they can just give money to us and it probably be more effective because they reached the community. So, I actually think if if this is done properly, this could be the wish list that every black athlete or young athlete can actually wish for. Because if you think about it, he's now like you like you mentioned, he's Rock Nation is tied with with uh, Life Nation. So now you talk about Super Bowls, you talk about external events, and like you're right, like I have a lot of partners who are NFL players. And they're basically pony. They might see that their overall check might be half a billion or 1.2 million. But there's advisors in their ear, accountants telling them per month what they should spend or if not prepaying certain things and giving them allowance so that they don't grow broke. Some of them, when they get seasoned and veteran and they start getting more money, they either take it and go for it. Some just try to take it and blow it and then trying to get more higher deals, et cetera. But, you know, mismanagement, not having the right opportunity, maybe that's where he can sneak in in regards to it to be like, hey, you know, my my sports management group right now is advising every kind of other sport member how to manage your money. Listen, here's some options you can go to to make sure that by the time you step, if it's two, three years, at least doubled up what they're offering you if it's just a regular NFL contract. And let me play devil's advocate. Super Bowl 2020 is coming. Mm-hmm. Are black businesses not supposed to, uh, including mine, not supposed to go get them con- that contract and that money? Black people going into business with the same people who, because if you, if you really think about it, I just find this funny. Us as black people, we don't realize how much power we have, how much buying power we have. We are the culture. We say what's cool. We say what's hot. Everything is copied by us. And it's just so funny how everything is capitalized off of us. And yet we can't sit at tables and stuff like that. We can't. It it just doesn't make any sense to me. Look at the NFL. And my thing is accountability is huge to me. And just because Jay-Z cut a deal and he signed a check don't mean we just automatically go back and watch the NFL. Personally, I got homies. I got plenty of them that I grew up with that's in the league. Devontae Freeman, one of the highest paid running backs. One of them, he know I don't watch. Major Nine is in the league. They know I don't watch. I can name Levante David, linebacker for Tampa Bay. I don't watch mainly, and they know that. 
but they know it's because of you know the protest i don't we we all have a choice whether to watch it or not if we're none of us are sad we we shouldn't watch it until we're satisfied with the moves that's being made and we're backing up jay in there at the same time it's a yin and a yang if jay may be getting some pushback right now that we don't even know about but he got to be cordial for the camera if we if the numbers continue to dwindle because he they not doing right then guess what that leverage moves What shirt he wore? That meeting. So basically, if you if you take a look at the visuals for his meeting, he had a nice T-shirt that said "Heavy." It was right over his heart. So, you know, he's a symbolistic type of guy. So oh, he made a great point. Maybe I don't know. He's you know, there's bazookas. <laughs> could be at his it windshield, could be. Yeah, like definitely. And Heavy is the man you know who has to carry that burden. Hmm. So That's it's a good it's a lot to look forward to, but yeah. Yeah, I think we should watch and see. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna jump to anything. That's the reason why I didn't really take the social media because I feel like we take the social media so quick, um, and we don't even we haven't even gathered all the information yet. I just been watching because I just feel I don't want to make an early statement about what's going on, and then next thing you know, you find out okay, this is what it really is. But we'll see. What if he buy a team and get um. Kaepernick to be the um you feel me like you never know that's the reason why I just been a little bit mum about it yeah but let's give him a chance that's that's how I feel right but going to the next topic um I just wanted to touch on loyalty and loyalty in the music entertainment business (sighs) let me tell you for me loyalty is everything like I feel like people play with that or maybe people don't understand what it means to be loyal but before i go into that what does loyalty mean to you like shay what do, what does loyalty mean when you think of somebody being loyal what does loyal mean to you i think that's a trait that somebody has to naturally possess i don't think everybody possesses loyalty loyalty is just something that you you just know is natural to you um, whether it's family, business relationships, friendships, it's just a certain code that you live by. You know that in certain situations, if you have a relationship with somebody, you're going to hold that down regardless of if they're in the room or not. Um, that's just my personal code. That's how I was raised. That's how I am. Um, maybe it's the Capricorn in me. But this <laughs> Look, loyalty she had for the cat. Hey, Team <laughs> Cat, we start off the year and we end the year. So who the Ooh. greatest sign in the world? Oh, oh no, my God. no, no money, no money. Three tours. Hey, hey, right. Don't get mad. Right right no. We ready to don't get mad. We ready to pull up on you. Oh, hold on. Listen, I'm just, I'm just keeping it straight, roll. I the year but um yeah i feel like you're gonna hold that same cold regardless if you're if your friend your family member whoever is in the room you're gonna upkeep that in your relationship so just doing doing what's right by that person that that relationship that business partnership whatever it may be Mm -hmm. i think loyalty has a lot to do with respect like and like you said just knowing like how to move like and i feel like that fucks a lot of people up in not just in the industry but just in life like you know what i'm saying like loyalty sometimes you can even be loyal to the wrong shit and the wrong people or just loyalty not knowing how to move and just out here walking crazy and not realizing like damn you moving real crazy you know what i'm saying I and some people too too selfish mm. to understand that i i don't i think with with some people they could be loyal to a certain extent but then they lo- mm. they're loyal they're more loyal to themselves that, than they are to anyone else mm. if that makes any sense yeah so, so as long so, as they're winning they don't give a fuck i feel like certain personality traits also overtake loyalty like say you're a narcissist yeah. it's gonna mm-hmm. be very hard for a narcissist to be loyal because at the end of the day it's always gonna be their bottom line it's always what's yeah. gonna be for them they always gonna trump them being happy their success over anyone else mm-hmm. and it, like i said loyalty 
I feel like that's a trait you have to have. Like you have to possess, you have to wholeheartedly grasp because if you don't, like it's going to take anything for it to waver, anything. And I, and I, I can't rock like that for me. It's like you either all in or not. Like I don't do the wishy washy. I don't Mm -hmm. do the U-turns on my block. You feel me? Like, I just feel like if you down, like you supposed to be down, like it's just unsaid. To me, it's like, for instance, like with social media, if you know you rock with somebody and you see them and they got something and they promoting something, it don't hurt me. It don't matter if I have a podcast or not and Munch has a podcast. If I see he got trap-based shirts, you know what I'm saying, on sale, I'm liking the pick. You yeah. feel me? And it, that's not hurting me or my podcast or taking away from what I'm doing that's or facts. what I have going on. Or if Envy got cupcakes, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It ain't hurting me if this is my dog, this is somebody I work with. What does it hurt me to repost it in my stories Even or if to it's share like it? like a competitor. You like know, I had tweeted that the other day. I was like, or was it yesterday? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't remember. But I was like. Who gives a fuck? There's room yeah. for everybody. Like I just People, said the other day. I just said the other day. I said, look, I don't care if another bitch got cupcakes. If I think it look good, if I like it, I'm gonna like it. If I want to retweet, it, I'm gonna retweet it. What you gonna do? Take my customer? You could, you could have all of them. Right, right, I right. I promise you, we're not in the same lane. Yeah. So Facts. I, I just feel like it's the little things. If you down or you know you fuck with people. Don't be green. It don't cost you nothing to retweet somebody's stuff on the timeline. It don't cost you nothing to share something. Or like you shouldn't have to ask. Like you say that. I'm looking at my phone. I just posted something that I'm gonna plug right now <laughs> <laughs> about a, a open, uh, you know, girls' night only uh, type of event at the one, the gentleman club, in which we're doing free smoke, but. You know, I put it on my story all the time, but as soon as I put it down, I get like a thousand people to be like, oh, yeah, I'm coming. Oh, I can't wait. Next time I'm doing it. And then I'll send them the invitation, you know, just because I'm that kind of guy to just send you the text on the day. And if anything, nobody will show up. So it's like, okay, so you're excited about being able to reach me and yeah. you like mm-hmm. whatever emotion that came that jumped in your spirit at the time you saw the photo that's what would <laughs> right. make you like ah but then you calmed your ass down and when like you're like no nope, i'm yeah. a hater oh yeah i'm a hater so i'll pass <laughs> yeah and there's some people they'll they'll um they'll congratulate you they'll they'll try to fake motivate you fake congratulate you mm-hmm. because guess what they want to be the person to be like Oh, I knew Envy when she just started her business. Yeah, I wish I a knew, bitch would. I knew Munch when he just started his podcast because. or whatever. Yeah, I know Munch. I know Munch for a yeah. real long time. I know Empress. Yeah. And, you know, I hate those type of people. I, I'm sorry. Like, it's just like, is it real support or is it fake support? Like, are you on half of the fence? Like, what side are you on? I'm are you petty, really supporting I might, or not? I might, I might be petty, mm-hmm. but I'll probably, probably be like, I, where I know you from? I don't <laughs> yeah but um definitely. so facts like i said the other day i said listen a lot of people gonna be calling me fake because i'm starting to see like a lot of people now like what we're talking about right now like you can't post my why i gotta ask you to post my shit i show everybody love people come in my dm i'm trying to share one of your posts oh no you gotta do it on private. the business page i'm not i'm not letting, putting that page I'm on public <laughs> Yeah, this girl told me. Yeah, she told me that. Um, she's like, take your page off private. I said, no, it's on my business page. <laughs> yeah, so definitely, you can't have your business. Your Listen, business I page. repost my dogs. I can't post my dogs. I, I yeah. like you everything. should support. You should be I happy. Support, support, and you know what? You have I know to, it's gonna come back to me. You know how? I know it's gonna. Come I don't back care to if me. it come back to me or exactly. not. You just yeah. gotta know, pay attention when the motherfuckers stop clapping. Yeah. That's what I pay attention to because yeah. at first everybody's, oh, yeah, congratulations, you're doing great. This is wonderful and stuff like that. But when you keep being consistent and doing shit, pay attention. You're going to see, like, it's going to be a few people that's going to drop off or people going to become spectators. They're not going to be your cheerleaders no more. Like, I see all that. But I just feel like loyalty and business, I can't fuck with you in business if, like, I can't – if you don't respect me and I feel like I can't trust you. So – I think in business is very important. You got to be mindful, like, because relationships are everything. And mm-hmm. one fucking planted seed of bad, like, 
news on your name or your face could really fuck up your brand. But that's so what I mean by come back to you. you. Like, what you put out is what you're going to get back in the universe. The, if you're showing fake love, if you're not genuine, that's going to come back to you regardless. Yeah. And people so going to peep I mean. you and they ain't going to fuck with you. So, yeah, play how you want to. But next topic is... Speaking of wars. Yeah. Speaking of disloyalty. Chicken <laughs> sandwich war. She's one or nine. It's beef about the chicken right what now. What is happening about right now? chicken, boy. I've been hearing about this, like, trending topic. I'm on Twitter right now. They bait, they um killed me, but I've been hearing about the chicken sandwich wars. What, what's been happening with Popeye's, Chick-fil-A? Envy, oh, so Popeyes. since you the foodie, go ahead. <laughs> Popeye's and dropped this spicy chicken sandwich, right? They actually Uh-oh. have two, but everybody's all focused on the spicy chicken sandwich. It's a regular chicken sandwich and it's spicy. And everybody was talking about it. They're like, this chicken sandwich elite. Everybody should try and all this stuff, right? So that's okay. You know, I don't really like eat fast food because my stomach can't handle it. But I'm like... Where I stay at on my side, it's late right now, and there's nothing else open. So let me just go get me a sandwich. Listen. So what's I had good? This, <laughs> I had this sandwich. I, I took the sandwich all the way home. <laughs> Make sure I had instead of because I normally eat and drive. <laughs> you took it all the way home. I took it all the way home. And. I, now I ain't take a shot. Come now on, I had to get straight cold. to the food. <laughs> yeah. Keep it straight wrong. So I sat at the um the counter, right? I opened up the sandwich or whatever. I first thing I smelled was grease. I can't stand the smell of grease. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Secondly, oh. I bit into it and I'm like, hold up, what's the spicy part? I think they actually threw a regular chicken patty or breast, whatever you want to call it, on it wasn't spicy. It wasn't spicy to me. And then I looked at it. That's okay. What was going on? Because this shit tastes regular as fuck. I wow. looked. I was like, hold up. It's dry. Let me go get some sauce out the fridge. I had to put my own sauce on it. Damn. So it was bad reviews from you then. What about it, you? Did it you was talk? I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't I didn't hate it. it because but the, what? The whole thing. Oh, I you mean, tried I, it? No, no, I, yeah, I don't. I don't. Like, some people don't like it, but I don't see what the big deal is because, honestly, it's really Popeye's chicken on a bun. I don't know what else anybody expected. I never I love me some chicken. Popeye's chicken. So, because the first, the thing is, the first person I saw talk about the spicy uh, chicken sandwich was this um, friend of mine from Houston, Meg. Um, she, I guess she got, she had it available at her Houston Popeye's first because when I went to Popeye's looking for her, I couldn't it. find it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, Meg, you keep talking about this sandwich and I can't get it. I've been to like three Popeye's. What's going on? I guess they kind of dropped in different Popeye's first and then mm-hmm. it went to all of them. So then I finally tried it the other day. I'm like, why people saying it's nasty or they don't like it? Like, it's literally Popeye's chicken on a bun. What y'all expected? When you said Meg, she I said thought she was trying to be funny. With Meg Not the Meg and the Stallion, <laughs> girl. She said from Houston. No, right. my, no Meg. Meg from Houston. How many Megs y'all Houston got? <laughs> Shout out to Meg, yep. But on Twitter. So y'all have opposing views. You just saying this regular chicken. I don't really eat Popeye's regular chicken. I, I eat the tenders. From time to time, and you know, I, I like eat the shrimp. Like, but I okay. Like so, it. what happened with the wars on social media? Oh I my heard god, it was trending. Let, like, okay, let me just say this first. <laughs> let, let me just say Chick-fil-A this first. Y'all. got into it, and what now y'all know I'm into marketing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Let me just shout out all the fast food. Right. Whoever's running all these fast food accounts. Let, let me give them a hand clap. Right. We need to all clap for that. <laughs> Amazing. It's beautiful. The marketing, the marketing, the 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 tweets, everything is so engaging. But Popeye's still I, winning. <laughs> it's to the they winning when they come with the marketing. Popeye's still winning because everybody coming from Popeye's. Popeye's why, is trending. why are they trending? That's why I Because know. okay, so basically there it's it's like a chicken sandwich war. Everyone is tweeting like Oh, if they if they for the Popeye sandwich, basically there's tweets people saying, "Yo, Chick Fil A done, Chick Fil A done." Like, first of all, they're not even open on Sunday, so y'all already out Uh-oh. the game. So they basically was that going back and forth. Then <laughs> all the other chains start jumping in, like Wendy's. I think Bojangles is trending right now. Like all of them giving their little opinion, like we got the best chicken sandwich. So, now nah, we got the best chicken sandwich, nigga. So they like, at each other neck on yeah, social they media, at each other like neck. actual fast food chains. Going so let me tell y'all what Chick Fil A said. Someone said, I think one of the chains said, "Oh, come and get, come and 
get this chicken sandwich without the beef. I was like, oh. Yeah. Ooh. So Chick-fil-A talking about some bun plus chicken plus pickles equals all the love for the original. Popeye's going to come retweet it talking about some y'all good. <laughs> so so wow. here's the thing. But that was Shake Shack with the beef. Devil's Advocate. Beyond Burger and Beyond, well, Beyond, I think it's called Beyond Meat on the stock market is rising, right? The Impossible Burger just came to Burger King. How ironic or coincidental that we have a chicken beef. Nobody really be tripping on how the, the chicken GMO, but it's something like people rather, you know, it's really beef versus, you know what I'm saying, the Impossible Burger. Oh, we ain't going to try to go there because people just don't want to rock with it. They going to rock with the chicken. So, like, for me, I'm a person, I don't do, like, beef heavy, but I go to chicken. And I think marketing-wise, like Shay said, they smart. They know, like, hey, let's make this beef up with chicken. And, you know, like, competition is a good and a bad thing. It's always good, you yeah, know what I'm saying, for the market. been trending on social media for how long now? It, I think it's it started today. It started today, yeah. But we were been talking about it like days before, mm-hmm. but like with the uh the when restaurants, it, it started today. <laughs> that shit is hilarious. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, so I I just wanna know what was going on because I've been seeing or hearing y'all talking about it. it's been trending all day. But also another hot topic, <laughs> I see Young Thug versus YFN Lucci. Like what is happening? I don't know. I think I saw um, Young Thug. I I don't know the exact quote he said, but he said something like, "You better be lucky that I like what you're doing for your mom and your kids, because I would have been killed you." Wow, what is happening? So what? How did this beef? Do anybody know where this came from? And. What is happening up there with him? And he's saying this live, like on social media, like. T.I. ain't check that shit. He the governor, or the king, or all that well, shit. Whatever. And they ain't check. You know what I'm saying? That's what we go back to this Jay Z shit. I ain't got a problem with T.I., but don't pick and choose. Don't let a nigga. Don't let these two brothers go at it. Go at each other, and you don't you don't jump in the middle of that. But the minute Floyd Mayweather go rock with Gucci because you don't like Floyd, you trying to call him out. The minute somebody doing some some shit, you trying to clout chase and Kodak do some shit, you want to call him out. But the minute two young brothers in your city and you supposed to be the king, you don't fucking step up and say, hey, man, y'all calm that shit down. We going to sit y'all boys down and figure this shit out. That's what I don't like. But you going to pick sides and go ride, hey, 30 minutes after listening to this. You know what I'm saying? That that's how you know it's real trap music. No, nah, man, get in the middle of that. They one, come on, bro, that's silly. Like we should be, we shouldn't even be saying shit like that. That's counterproductive to the culture at this point. Yeah. Right, and I'm kind of nervous that Young Thug would do it for real. Like, right, he, he really about that. Life. Yeah, like, don't let all that you know the dresses fool you. And, uh, right, that right. that nigga would kill your ass in a dress. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I, I think I, I think Lord, one of the lyrics, God one of them songs, I heard somebody mention that the re- that he said in one of the songs that he was wearing the dress to cover the the, the chopper, or the gun, or whatever, or something like that. Right, I yeah. believe but, it. Yeah, Young Thug album just dropped so much fun, and one of the songs, I guess he kind of made a reference to Lucci or people felt like it was reference to Lucci or whatever. Lucci hopped on IG story. You know, that's 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 the hood way to like address stuff now. <laughs> you know, it's just go on your story and just yeah, that's the new notes. You know how yeah, you, be, you write it notes and post it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I want a message across, I be putting them in my story so I ain't lying. So, right. so Lucci, Lucci went on Lucci went on and addressed it and said cap ass album. Okay. Oh, and, you know that's some fighting words in the hood. So apparently, like I, I guess, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So apparently, um, I guess, uh, what was it? Young Thug had mentioned something about Regine or something like that, and then really, which, then oh Jerica, his girlfriend, got involved. Then wow. said, "Don't mention my name or whatever," and then it, it was just a whole mess. And whoa, I'm just whoa, like, whoa, look, whoa, whoa. I would Ew, hate for this I, to escalate quickly because that's what we don't need right now. And this ain't a publicity stunt, you don't think, because the album just dropped. Mm-hmm. No, they really, not, they really been really having beef. Been having beef. I yeah. Like Young Thug, since he jumped on like attacking Lil Wayne and then eventually finding out that his whole management was caught up in shooting the bus, like he's in that weird jit world 
where it's like I'm just gonna do it because ah, I'm at it or ah, ah, ah. so it's like the proof is isn't just they're happy just proving that they're doing it. So of course they're gonna be satisfaction in just making sure you see the the dead body or making you see the results. Which is crazy. And it's too many. It's, it's, it's too many niggas. It's too many niggas. This trap shit played out. It's too. It's one nigga with the bomb and everybody else <laughs> just sitting around dick riding, yeah. like c- complete dick riding. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope they um somebody mediated, or I hope they come to their senses and really squash it because I would hate to see yeah something seriously something happen. Yeah, happen. So yeah, come on now. I hope y'all get it together out there. But um, going on since we talking about new music a bunch of new music dropped this past week and it's like listen i can't keep up with the music it's so much music that drop it's crazy. like in it's the age crazy. of streaming it's making it really difficult and to then keep they drop in videos yeah. right after they drop them i'm like damn they just dropped this two days ago slow down now right but if you ch- log on to straightraw.com you'll catch all of it yeah plug 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 the you site saying yeah you can check it all out at straightraw.com so it's just like i think my favorite Verse of the week must go to Nicki Minaj on this Pop Smoke. Definitely. Welcome to the Party remix. Boy. Yeah, she killed it. She, she that murdered shit. Dropped, that. and it murdered. was like. Bitch, I'm a thought. Woo! Give me I felt like that old Nicki was back. She like, was she was me, really spitting. She was giving me, um when she hopped on that Young Thug song like a couple years back, that's the vibe she was giving me on that. Like, I like shout the old out Nikki. to Nicki, man. She was giving me. The, listen. Yeah. She, she ripped that. Um, also. A few other tracks dropped. Quality Control dropped um, Control the Streets Volume 2. My favorite song on there is Long Time. I love that song. Oh, my God. What is who, it? Who, Long Time. Long Time? Mm-hmm. Who and whose song was that? Because I know it's a compilation album. So who? It was Heavy 24. Mm-hmm. Yes. 24 def- Heavy. I'm sorry. Heavy 24. I definitely I have to check that out because I think that and, um, compilation has like 36 tracks. So I would really have to sit down and really dissect that. Listen, I can't stop listening to Porter Miami 2 right now <laughs> because exactly. listen, that's all I've been playing. Shout out to Rosé. You know, the album is number one right now and I'm just so excited and happy about that. Um, congratulations so to Rosé. Yeah, congratulations. congratulations. I haven't been able to really get into too much because it's just so <laughs> much. much. Music. Yes. But Doja Cat Drop this um song. She looking real sick in that video. Was she? Ooh, that's all was I saw. Ma'am, you was looking scrumptious. You looking straight raw. Those are fine now, y'all. Y'all. We seen it from the back and the front. Okay. She's pretty. She was pretty <laughs> fun in that video. I loved that. I loved it a lot. <laughs> the um, visuals also, were dope. They were dope. Yes, yeah, Swali and Drake um dropped something. Won't be late. Mm. How did you feel about it? Because I know I know Drake is your guy. Drake you know is my no guy. Drake, he can listen, do no wrong. Drizzy, I've loved Drizzy since. Listen, this ain't a tribute to Drizzy, but <laughs> how did you feel about it? I love you, so? Champagne Poppy. She, she got a straight oh, room right damn. now. That's why. Girl, take the mic to, to another room. <laughs> Golly. Um, how did you feel about this? But song? And I love Sway Lee, too. I feel like he does great with hooks and stuff like that, but won't be late. Maybe I'll have to take another listen because the thing about it, I always give a song three times. Like, I listen to it in my headphones, I listen to it at home, and I listen to it in the car. Mm-hmm. So I can have, like, so I can't just be like, oh, it's trash. You better than me. Um, <laughs> But honestly, when I first heard it, I didn't like it. I'm going to be real with you. I, I, I wasn't a fan, but I feel like I might have to consume it a little bit more. But when I first heard it, I was like, mm, it's not my cup of tea. But I can't keep up. But you know how you could check out these videos and these mu- this music? Log on to straightraw.com. Straightraw.com. <laughs> yes. All the videos, all the new drops, all the new music, everything that's hot is on that website. Yeah, and make sure Instagram. you follow us, too. And Twitter at It's Straight Raw. Yes, and also Wilhelmina's World. Make sure you check that out, the yes. page. 
it's, it's Wilhelmina's world. world. Yes, but going into the top five straight raw moments of the week. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. I must have to say number one for me, we talked on a, a we spoke on a little bit, but I have to reiterate this. <laughs> Rick Ross Port of Miami two. Yes. Number one. Mom, and I'm just so <laughs> happy and excited about that because like he's been trying to put this album out for the last two years long live black bow and you know that was a major setback but just to see him still keep going and to be able to come back and just to see everybody receiving him so well i know it made him feel really good you know that damn after 10 albums mm-hmm. you could still go number one that means you still have an audience that means people still care to listen to you and that's a rarity these days because i mm-hmm. think the only other person that i see be, in terms of hip-hop been able to do that is jay-z when he dropped the last album 444 right. and people will say oh they old oh, they washed because yeah. i know some people was trying to say that about rose i'm like have y'all looked at this man catalog? Like, are we really gonna talk about Rose's Washed? Ugh. The man who gave us Aston Martin music, Ugh. the man that gave us Hustling, <laughs> BMF. Like, the man. Somebody makes- said if he was in New York, he would probably be like in the top five. You know what I'm saying? When the music discussions I and stuff that. like come up but because he's from miami he don't get that the respect he deserves respect that's a real hip-hop you know pioneer and legend and all that type of stuff i'm sick of numbers don't lie okay i don't think so what i don't think like that's true i think um i think when he switched over and became like another like when he became rose that's when like people couldn't touch him anymore like people don't realize rick ross and rose is a different thing like rick ross was like port of miami like 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 i'm at the white house the, like the when trap, he got to rose the trap, the and he was dropping shit. Maybach music and john legend singing yeah and, no that's you know, what i love that that appeal became something you know even though he was dropping you know i got you know, wing stopping my wings rap. or whatever. <laughs> said wing stopping. You mean after deeper than rap? Correct. After, after deeper, deeper, deeper than rap, and then that was he killed fifty, ended that shit. <laughs> he became a troll, and then did he? Actually, you're right because once he exposed Fifty Cent to what it, he was, it that was, was like. like and remember, that was the start of the regime because yeah. he had Spiff TV, he had Dre Films. He was like, yeah, he was that was when music, the cinematic yeah. music started to come in and all that stuff. So it was just like, yeah, it's movie time. Yeah, yeah. And then That's was, what I call his music, too, cinematic music. I, he makes luxury rap. Well, one thing luxury I love about listening rap. to to Rosé is that I don't care what kind of damn car you driving. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Ross <laughs> Ross done got me almost got me so many tickets it's not even funny because you be driving down whatever because you know Miami got the scenery now mm. so you driving down I-95, 195, whatever, with the Rosé Blast. You, you, I'm telling you, no matter what car you drive, you feel like you're about to push 200 like you're, for, you're driving a Ferrari <laughs> or something. For because real. his music is literally like cinematic music. You can see the vision of it, everything. So I always call it cinematic music, luxury rap, whatever you want to call it, but I love it. Big Boy Rap is back. Shout out to everybody that streamed it and made it. Number one, make sure you keep streaming. You feel me? Trying to get them plaques on the wall. Big <laughs> time yeah and also um another top moment i don't know if y'all saw the rick ross dance meme that's going on <laughs> too raw too raw. Duh, it was so <laughs> funny i watched it a thousand times listen yeah. it was um some kids from philly it was a double dutch at the end oh my god <laughs> that from philly that um basically have I guess they rap and they also have different dances and stuff. Wait, I'm trying to go because they've been straightening me on my Instagram to let me know. Um, <laughs> his his name is One Drew Boy, and um, they're from Philly. So they had they were in the studio with Ross and they got Rose to break this dance down. And I said, boy, he looked like he in there doing a big view for it. I don't know what that is, but it's <laughs> so damn stupid. That's what it looked like to me. But it was just funny to see him in that light because I know that he's funny and 
you know, he jokes, but a lot of people just think of him as being serious, the yeah, boss, you know. They don't get to see that they side. Get to see that side yeah. So because I, I, like I love the memes. That. Like, so one of my friends DM me the memes, and one of them said, Well, your mom says your friends could stay over, and she made pizza rolls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then it was a real happy dance. Like, so it was just funny. The um, memes are to too see funny. That. Yes. Um, also, the DMX challenge. Where you know the song where he's calling all the different um women name out or whatever. So apparently the ladies, um, it started I guess with Meg the Stallion, yeah, somebody So somebody edited uh that part of the DMX song where he's naming all the different women's names and basically um Megan Thee Stallion, you know, she's known for changing up her hairstyles. Like, one day you see Meg, she in a blonde wig. The next day she's in a black wig, short wig, don't matter what it is. Braids, her natural hair, whatever. So, basically, Somebody they merged a, uh-huh. all of those different, different clips looks. of her different looks. And it was just too funny because it just reminded me of that, <laughs> of the meme where it says, when your man says he wants to see other people. Well, Nigga, you I better throw on a wig. Oh, okay, like, yeah. You have it right here in front of you, sweetheart. I damn right. Which color do you mm-hmm. want? <laughs> right. You want Leslie I'll shave today? it all off if I have to. <laughs> you want Veronica tomorrow? Short, long braids. What's up? What's up? Yeah, so I love that the um, versatility of a woman. And so all the ladies are getting into it now because, yeah. you know, they flipping wigs and styles. And so um, I'm trying to find my new hairstyle with that. That's yeah. been. <laughs> That's been trending. Also, um, a moment for me, I finally got to catch up and see this Meek Mill documentary, Free Meek. I don't know if you guys um, got a chance to watch it, but if you didn't, make sure you check it out. It's just really put it out there, like, the injustice for real that's going on and, like... That's crazy. I, I I if knew, I was meek, I would have been folded. I had no idea. It really got deep into I would have been story folded. of you know from that cover, the infamous cover with the picture when he has the braids and he yeah. was like beat up on the cover and really breaks down what happened that night and how he ended up um you know getting sentenced and probation and it's just crazy to know like especially like you have a black. Um, female woman judge. judge. That's crazy. And That's it was just like me. she just kept throwing the book at him. The more he was having success, it was like the she couldn't she stand it. Like, yeah, she hold just hold him back. Find a way to keep trying to lock him up, stop making him money. And it's like you know, people feel like, oh, you have money, so like nigga, you still got bills too. So when she's stopping him from getting you know, the bag, yeah. That's crazy. Not saying he was just a perfect angel and everything, you know, whatever, but it's like she just kept on stopping him or stunting him or just ready to, you know, I feel like I don't know if it's to make an example or it just can't kind of seem personal. Yeah. For sure. I don't know what it is, but um, I have a new a new session with him. Mhm. Really did. I have a new respect for Meek Mill after that documentary because literally <laughs> I just said like I would have folded I would have been in in the corner crying a ball like the stuff that that man went through the amount of times mm-hmm. he went back to jail the, like imagine you're li- living your life where you feel like any little thing you do you could go back to jail mm-hmm. you breathe wrong you sneeze wrong you oh you don't God. cross the street by the light you going back to jail yeah, you got to check in if you're doing a video shoot. She knows you do. Even if you in Philly and you go across the street, if you go across the street, you're supposed to check in. Like, she threw him in jail again for something, like, so minor. And then the whole, basically, because he popped a wheelie. You pop, he popped a wheelie, and they threw him back in jail. Crazy. Like, very, very crazy, but... um. If but you like didn't you said, see you it, would have folded. To be honest with you, God don't put you through nothing that you can't handle. Yeah, I feel like I, I really feel like that's some king shit. I, I tweeted Meek and I was like, yo, that's some king shit. He, he uses certain people that he know they're gonna make it through that adversity. And now look at Meek now. Yeah, he like the MLK right now. Yeah, the streets like advocate. He's doing for his, his situation is sparking and opening the eyes of. You know, to reform what's going on, you know, to just open that up. You know what I'm saying? So I, I really 
um, respect him a whole lot more too, just to know, cause you only know through his music and you know, like I really love wins and losses and then championships was just like, the damn, epitome, yeah. yeah, like he beat all kind of shit. And it's like, when you going through that probation and dealing with this and stardom, he was talking about how he was addicted to pills at a point in time, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to a point where I think he said he got into like 10 pills or something. Like he was really drugged up and, you know, miserable, even though you successful fame, but still like miserable, like got all this pressure on you. And I'm just glad to see that he overcame so much adversity. And like, he is a big, like, I don't think he even saw this for himself when he started out rapping. He probably just wanted to be the best you know what's really at weird, what though? he do. Right. The part that I really like, speaking of the pills, that he was honest about the prop, like his addiction. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that he was honest about it because he could have lied about it and he probably wouldn't have been here right now, to be honest with you. But I, I was like, when, I don't know, when I seen it, I was like, damn, like he just said straight up and then they helped him out. I forgot, what did they give him? Like rehab? Yeah. yeah. And what he he ended up being clean, right? Yeah. So um, another thing I gotta give him credit to. It's like uh, like you were saying, like that was something I wanted to like look at the whole situation. His entire the documentary kind of put a lot of perspective between what was happening and the music titles, albums, you know, even the singles he was putting out. Like I want to give him a shout out to that because like I'm a big person who connects the dots, and like he really try to really as much as possible like a slick rick try to give you a story of his life and from i'm a boss to you know all the way to wins and losses Mm -hmm. to now championships like if you look at it it's i always give shot like rick ross is another like major person to do that like he tell you okay here's where i start out try the white house now you know i'm i'm tipping with a vegas residency like just to show you like the full circle yeah, the growth yeah. and he wasn't able to do that early i think that's what people kind of maybe more people in the industry probably figured that from meek than mm-hmm. what we knew because first we were just complaining him screaming through the mic like slow down relax <laughs> but now i could see like you okay feel it now based like, on live really events see. of him in and out and then this documentary kind of put it together even the relationships he now have with you know robert Kraft and all these things like he's not in the same you know i'm gonna go back to Philly and cheer with my homeboys, he's, like, getting invited to, like, Connecticut and going to these spots where they're, like, listen, you're, you know, you're MLK. Like, let's see what message you can uphold to the public or, you know, are you that role model necessary? Right. And they tried to take him out, and they thought he was done. Let's be real. After the whole back the bag, I'm talking about after the whole Drake situation, all that yeah. situation. And he said he was popping the pills heavy at that time too. So mm-hmm. I think that kind of helped escalate it a little bit because at that point he was just he said he was really out of it at that point. Mm-hmm. But I'm just so happy to see how he bounced back and just story and everything, just how he's moving is really um, remarkable. The last uh, top five straight raw moments of the week has to go to Miss. Pronounce her name because Normani. Nor okay. Normani is that bitch. She is. (laughs) Shout out to Nicki Minaj. (laughs) This video motivation that really got the internet going nuts. And I'm here for it. I'm definitely here for because it. Because sis looks good. She's dancing. She's bouncing basketballs off her ass. <laughs> and the hand shit From her knees she, to her ass. Okay, knees to ass. <laughs> doing some remarkable shit. <laughs> and but I'm like, yes, go girl. I like the end of the video, though, when she was dancing in the, in the, the rain. rain. Yeah. Very you sexy. You looking real sexy, girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I just yes. love the 2000s vibe because, you know, 2000s era was a gem of an era she in terms of music. 90s um, mm-hmm. on her airbrush or something, too. 95, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was, maybe that was the remember. year she was born. I yeah, don't know. I maybe so. that could be oh, it. But okay. she grew up in the 2000s, that era of like J Lo right. and Britney Because she was definitely giving him. Yeah, Sierra. So that's definitely. the vibe she was trying to give us. Like give all them J-Lo. dance videos. Mm-hmm. She she like referenced the old um the Omarion touch video. I like mm-hmm. that part. 
Like I loved she it. She did the damn thing. She could dance. She could sing. And she she's a good skin girl. Brown skin girl. Yes, I love it. I'm just she getting all the thing, black girl honey. magic. So yeah, she was trending and rightfully so because she really did her. She really did her thing. Okay. Um, I want to give a cheers to success this week. Cheers to success. I sponsored by Bel Air and these pops. I don't know if y'all been hearing the designer pops we've been on today, but shout out Bel-Air, to Bel Air. I love, I love them. They taste so great. But cheers to success. Um, shout out to Meek Mill for um, in Philly. He redesigned some basketball courts in his hood, and I just wanted to, you know, give him a cheers to that because we'll hear when. They mispronounce his name in the news and call him Meek Miller, <laughs> but they ain't gonna say why they were even, you know, interviewing him is because he was doing something great for the community. That's awesome. Um, he redid some basketball courts. I think he teamed up with Puma and did that, and that and that's so dope to me. And like I said, he won't get big press about that. Let them go pop a willy though in, you know what I'm saying? Right. They'll be talking about that. So I just wanted to give him a cheers to success for just the man that he's become and the great things that he's doing. And I hope he keeps up the great work. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in with us here on Straight Raw. Make sure you follow me at Empress Raw. Make sure you follow the show page. It's Straight Raw. Make sure you check out the website straightraw.com and keep up with everything that's going on in entertainment news and more music and more and shay go ahead tell me where to follow you at um it's your girl shay bay you can follow me at shay underscore b-a-e eight nine and on twitter viva la shay v-i-v-a l-a-s-h-a-y it's envy so let me stop talking like that all right, y'all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at EnvyMe. It's spelled E-N underscore V-Y underscore underscore M-E. And uh, you guys can find me, of course, Papa Boy King, at P-A-P-A-B-O-Y-K-I-N-G. Or you can see all the rest of uh, all the businesses and, and we'll stay tuned because we got some more to come. Munch, Trapping Ain't Dead podcast be on the lookout for his trap bay shirts yes 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 and shout out to nola and how do i pronounce it nolies 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 yes okay make sure you follow them too because y'all gotta try these cookie and cream cupcakes that's not the only one she have but that's my favorite so i want y'all to try it when you get a chance everybody loves cookies and cream (laughs) them cupcakes five 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 Yes. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> yeah, make sure you follow the page. Um, the page is underscore N O L E E S underscore. Yes, yes, yes. On Twitter and Instagram. Yes, yes. Well, make sure y'all keep it locked and we'll be hitting you up with some new episodes of Straight Raw, keeping it straight raw right here. Straightraw.com. Yeah. I feel like social media that made people way too grand and made people feel more important than what they really are. Cause it's like, man, you got, you got your own friends that they'll, they'll never follow you back on social media. Cause, Oh, I'm following too many people. What? Like, uh, oh, I, I, let me not. Oh, I me, like too many of their pictures. Yes. So, so, like petty shit. Dog. I like people I do some petty lie. shit for social media. Yeah. It's like, who the fuck are you, Beyonce? Yeah, exactly. For are you Jay Z? Are you Oprah? Who or you could only, you, or when you like, get a certain I don't care amount of them people. Of- followers yeah. now you can only like the popular people that got a certain amount of followers and that's whacked me because if you my dog you're just supposed to be my dog it don't matter like you see me doing something like right. show love you feel me like and i have friends that i went to high school with and stuff like that and they'll see me instead of like damn she doing good or i see you or whatever it's like they'll look at all my stories scroll past but never like none of my pics it's like watching me keeping up what i'm doing but don't want to acknowledge or like 
they love you in private it's and that's what crazy. i hate like literally i have love people tell me verbatim they tell me verbatim oh i but see what you privately. doing oh i see you was with um i see you was with empress or you was at ross event whatever that hit me in my dm like oh yeah you know maybe i should hang out with you or whatever and it's like bruh y'all don't ever publicly say shit to me yeah but y'all do it in private shows. i don't understand no, yeah. that and that is so crazy yeah, and it's so it's so it's so scary honestly to be in this industry and that's why i really kind of just like stay to myself i don't really fuck with too many people because it's like it's so many opportunists and i mean everybody's an opportunist to a certain degree because everybody want an opportunity you feel me but everybody it's just wants a way, success yeah yeah but it's just a way that you go about doing stuff you feel me like your character, your reputation, all that's going to precede you. So if you acting green, trust me, it's going to get back to people that you green. You feel me? So it's like, I just feel like loyalty is something major. That's something like I, I build my foundation on. And if you're not loyal and, and I find out, I'm not fucking with you because I can't do that fake shit. You feel me? So I think it's really, I think it's really. Um, if trust is lost, it's no point. Yeah. In any type of relationship, business, personal, whatever. 